Welcome to Spurgeon's Morning and Evening Devotionals Podcast. I am your host, Russell Sherrard. Organized by month, this devotional has a morning and evening meditation for every day of the year. Although these devotions are short in length, they are filled with spiritual goodness. In just a few sentences, Spurgeon is able to convey the wisdom of Scripture with eloquence and purpose. These daily messages provide Christians with the spiritual energy they need to begin and end each day. Spurgeon weaves a verse of Scripture into each devotion, helping readers draw deeper meaning out of the selected passages. This powerful devotional provides Christians with the spiritual nourishment required to strengthen their relationships with God. Readers will find themselves inspired by Spurgeon's morning and evening devotionals. Listen live at 6 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. Pacific at anchor.fm slash russell Come back at any other time to listen to any of our episodes at anchor.fm slash russell-sherard. That's Anchor. Dot fm slash russell dash sherard we are now on the edify app navigate to player dot dot app create an account or log in search for spurgeon's morning and evening devotionals podcast click on the link to listen then subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. The psalmist said, When I awake, I am still with thee. For the child of God, seeking the presence of the Lord is essential as each day begins. To help you in starting this day with God, we offer a brief devotional meditation from Morning and Evening, a collection from the pen of one of the greatest preachers of all time, Charles Haddon Spurgeon. This morning's text is found in John chapter 7 and verse 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Patience had her perfect work in the Lord Jesus, and until the last day of the feast he pleaded with the Jews, even as on this last day of the year he pleads with us and waits to be gracious to us. Admirable indeed is the long-suffering of the Savior in bearing with some of us year after year notwithstanding our provocations, rebellions, and resistance of His Holy Spirit. Wonder of wonders that we are still in the land of mercy. Pity expressed herself most plainly. For Jesus cried, which implies not only the loudness of His voice, but the tenderness of His tones. He entreats us to be reconciled. We pray you, says the Apostle, as though God did beseech you by us. What earnest, pathetic terms are these? How deep must be the love which makes the Lord weep over sinners, and like a mother woo his children to his bosom! 
Surely at the call of such a cry our willing hearts will come. Provision is made most plenteously. All is provided that a man can need to quench his soul's thirst. To his conscience the atonement brings peace. To his understanding the gospel brings the richest instruction. To his heart the person of Jesus is the noblest object of affection. To the whole man the truth as it is in Jesus supplies the purest nutriment. Thirst is terrible, but Jesus can remove it. Though the soul were utterly famished, Jesus could restore it. Proclamation is made most freely that every thirsty one is welcome. No other distinction is made but that of thirst. Whether it be the thirst of avarice, ambition, pleasure, knowledge, or rest, he who suffers from it is invited. The thirst may be bad in itself and be no sign of grace, but rather a mark of inordinate sin, longing to be gratified with deeper draughts of lust. But it is not goodness in the creature which brings him the invitation. The Lord Jesus sends it freely and without respect of persons. Personality is declared most fully. The sinner must come to Jesus, not to works, ordinances, or doctrines, but to a personal Redeemer, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. The bleeding, dying, rising Savior is the only star of hope to a sinner. Oh, for grace to come now and drink, ere the sun sets upon the year's last day. No waiting or preparation is so much as hinted at. Drinking represents a reception for which no fitness is required. A fool, a thief, a harlot can drink. And so sinfulness of character is no bar to the invitation to believe in Jesus. We want no golden cup, no bejeweled chalice in which to convey the water to the thirsty. The mouth of poverty is welcome to stoop down and quaff the flowing flood. Blistered, leprous, filthy lips may touch the stream of divine love. They cannot pollute it, but shall themselves be purified. Jesus is the fount of hope. Dear friend, hear the dear Redeemer's loving voice as he cries to each of us, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. This meditation was taken from Morning and Evening by C. H. Spurgeon. Please listen each morning at this same time for Morning and Evening. Thanks for listening to Spurgeon's Morning and Evening Devotionals podcast. If you like our podcast, please consider donating to keep us on the air and tell your friends. Spurgeon's Morning and Evening Devotionals is just one of the many books that I have published on Amazon. Go to Amazon.com and search for Russell Sherrard to see all of my books. Thanks again for listening and join us each day, mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific, and evenings at 6 p.m. Pacific for the live version, or come back at any other time to listen to any of our episodes on anchor.fm slash russell-sherrard. That's anchor.fm slash russell-sherrard. We are now on the Edify app. Navigate to player.edifi. Dot app. That's player.edifi.app.
app. Create an account or log in. Search for Spurgeon's Morning and Evening Devotionals podcast. Click on the link to listen. Then subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.